everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Canadian Winos. I'm Scott. I'm Kelly. And we're here again to bring you another experience of ours out to great Canadian wineries. And again, our show is to encourage you most of all, uh, especially this summer with COVID and the pandemic, um, to get out, but to get out safely um, and make your way around Ontario or BC or wineries ever anywhere in our great country, Canada. Second week was a hot week. Roof was down. Yeah, it's a hot week. Yeah, roof was down. We got some cool pictures of my hair flying everywhere because we were driving around with the roof down. So second week, first week, hopefully you watched the first episode, we headed into Niagara on the Lake, spent some time. Um, it was that morning we decided, hey, let's do a show for coming down here every week. Um, so second week we headed into Beanfield, so not as deep into the Niagara Peninsula. Um, and it turns out, I did some research, the Niagara wine region has 10 regions. So we were in the Beamsville bench on our second week and we hit some great wineries. Mm. Um, and the first week we, well, heading into your favorite wine, I guess. Right. As long as Pinot Grigio hasn't become your favorite wine. Not yet, no. <laughs> so we are attempting to find Canada's greatest Chardonnay. Mm. And we hope a lot of you send your comments and suggestions on your favorite and hopefully some from BC that we can get our hands on soon. Um, so why do you love Chardonnay? Well, uh, when it's really, really hot, like it has been here in Southern Ontario, uh, Chardonnay is nice because it's cool and it's relaxing. You don't want a big, bold red that's, that's I don't know, it, it, it's room temperature or whatever. Uh, Chardonnay is a little bit, it's you know, obviously supposed to be sort of chilled. Yes. Um, and you like it really cold? And I like it really cold. So, so I had to turn up the fridge. <laughs> These have been in the fridge for, and we just poured them. Um, and I like, um, personally, I like a really buttery Chardonnay. I've discovered I liked it. I like an oaked Chardonnay. Um, this would be my, one of my favorite Chardonnays. So this is sort of our benchmark, trying to find a great, I know a lot of you will go, yeah, but there's Castler and there's Chateau Montalena, which is what that entire mm -hmm. movie Bottle Shock was about, Chardonnay mm -hmm. back in 1976, beating out all the French Chardonnays. <laughs> um, but this, we've had at a lot of great events. Yep. And this is our go-to, I don't know what this is, 30. I think it's 35 uh, $35 was on sale for $5 off the LCBO, which is why we have a few bottles floating around in our house. There, and there's been a lot of gifts to our friends, a lot of parties yep. we're going to lately, Canada Day parties and such. Anyway, so this is sort of our benchmark. And then you're wearing the t-shirt of our first stop in sort of on the border of Beansville and Violent. I think they put Beansville on their bottle, but it's a stone's throw from like Megalomaniac and Taz and all of them. I know I do the driving, you don't know necessarily. Yeah, I have no idea where we go. I just get in the car, I drive down, I know we're going to the first winery, and then we switch at the first winery because I'm smart like that. And then don't drink and drive while you're doing <laughs> And then we, uh, we taste, I taste, and he just has a little bit if I think it's really good. And uh, then we, uh, then he drives for the rest of the duration of the day for all of the other wineries, and then he drives home. And sometimes I have a little nap. And <laughs> so back ten cellars. This out of all the wineries, a lot of great wineries. We stopped into here, mm -hmm. but no, we were on the on the cusp of phase one to phase two of the pandemic. Right. So the week that we were down there for picking up these wines, it was only back ten cellars that we could taste. Right. Really spend any time on the property. Right. We. Uh, I think every other winery, you could not, they, they would sell you a bottle through the door, but with varying degrees of through the door, sometimes it was through the door and sometimes it was like, okay, we'll talk to you, but from a distance and there was no tasting, there was no, you couldn't walk around, you couldn't go, and it, this was a few weeks ago, so yeah. And we, it's really before masks were 
uh, mandatory. Right. We which, still had masks and everybody that we saw had masks. I don't think we spoke to anybody that didn't have a mask, but yeah, they, they weren't mandatory day. and it was, there was no food. There was no sitting out and they couldn't, we couldn't taste anything. Back 10 Cellars was the only one we went to that day that we But could they taste. had protocol they had to follow. Right. Our names, phone numbers, like going to a restaurant now, uh, names, phone numbers for their regional health, I assume. Um, and we were outside. We were under their newly built, um, they call it a bergola, but it's it's like a little building with no sides, I guess, roof and no sides, with picnic tables and... Anyway, Christina and Andrew, we are huge fans. So much so, we started going down to because of the book. I read this book a few years ago. Um, I actually bought it at another vin uh, at Vineland, yeah, in maybe two or three years ago. And it's the story of how they built their vineyard and, and the story of them, which, in my opinion, great story, great book, um, but really enhances. I, after I read the book, I never had the wine, and I went, okay, we're going, because I want to meet these people, and I want to try their wine. So, um, and it turned out to be the wine that I love. So, but we're on the hunt for... Canada's greatest Chardonnay. Canada's greatest Chardonnay. This is also a good little tale for life. If you want to write a book in life, you just do it. Because what has this done to their vineyard? I don't Probably know, put them but on the map, I assume. I've never spoken to one person who's ever heard of this winery, and as soon as I tell them about it and say they've got a book, I've bought this book and given it to more people than I can recall. And when we go out and we have an extra bottle of back ten in our in our wine fridge or whatever, and we're going to somebody's house, we'll bring it over to them and say, "Try it. It's the best. We love it." So. So it's not in the LCBO. Nope. But it's there at the vineyard. They sell out every year. We've been back for years and they've gone. Nope, Chardonnay sold out. We bought sparkling wine or something. <laughs> right. Else yeah. There. I remember Just that to day. Just them. <laughs> um, but and they they even admitted they said we have a cult following for our Chardonnay. It's that mm -hmm. good. It's that fantastic. I put it in your you know favorite glass that we. Did you permittedly take this out of Camus or just they steal this out of Camus? They told me that when you buy a tasting, that you can keep the glass if you want to. So when you're in Napa, you have to go to Camus and you have to fly without breaking the glass home. So mm -hmm. that's back 10 cellars. So let's get a sort of a benchmark on what is about Great Chardonnay that you're after. And then we're going to hit four great wineries. Oh, it's so good. It is. Oh, it's so good. It tastes like, so when you smell it before you like really tip it in, it smells like candy almost. Mm -hmm. And it's got that real buttery... Right. Out of all the wines we're drinking, that's the most golden, which might also be, be a clue mm -hmm. for us mm -hmm. as we're looking for great... There are crisp Chardonnays out there. There's unoaked Chardonnays out there. We had another winery. It's going to come up in a future episode where they had Canadian-American and French right. oak fermented in the oak. We'll have a big story on that. Hopefully, we get back and interview that gentleman who was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he was very smart, very knowledgeable. But back to the great people we met this day in, in Beansville, and it was all pretty much on one road. There's Mountain View Road. Right, that and we we'd never back been down. up there. No. I don't, I don't know. I hadn't we had ever never, been. I'd never been up there either. We were like consulting maps, trying to figure out where all these wineries are, and then we got there, and they've got these beautiful views. We're like, can we just like sit out there? They're like, no, you got to leave. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so let me have a, have a smell. Of have I will. Um, so we, as we made our way up Mountain View Road from King Street down below, I don't, can never remember that's Highway 8 or Highway 20. Are you really asking me that question? Yeah, no. Anyway, it's King Street. <laughs> it's one lane in each direction. <laughs> right? So, so good. So good. So good. Never eat on an empty stomach either is a good... Never eat on an empty stomach? Did you just say never that? Never drink on an empty ah! stomach. Every, every week. <laughs> we haven't been drinking yet. This is our first... Never drink on an empty stomach. So what I'm trying to get at before we, we stopped in back 10 cellars, hit lunchtime, 
we went to, we had fish tacos in Beansville. Right, I forgot about that. We did, they were so good. So this one pub at the time, you could not eat inside. Nope. You couldn't sit outside, although we did on the patio. Right, because the, the picnic table was like cemented into the ground and there was nobody there, so we just so we sat ate. there. There was no <laughs> caution tape. We saw more people go inside for pizzas during right. that lunch hour. Right. Construction crews, everybody else picking pizzas. Mm. We opened up what was like a 12 inch by 12 inch box that looked like, like a pizza mini pizza. pizza. And there were three incredible fish tacos and more mm. french fries than you ever want to eat in a meal. Um, so so good though. Well, I can't remember what it was called, but we'll It was your that. neighborhood your neighborhood pub because beside it was your neighborhood pizzeria. Sure. Anyway, great Let's spot in Beansville. Um, we were out fine dining for that afternoon. So if you're hungry and you're out visiting wineries, stop into there. So let's start where we, here was the first winery. We headed up the hill and there was Rosewood with a big B on their logo and it was outside on their oh, driveway. Oh yeah. Oh, that was so beautiful. That, but again, that vineyard, it kind of had pandemic. some hills up the side and... Angel's Gate, I think, was right behind it. We um, didn't stop in there no, because it yet. seemed to be closed to right. an extent. So we headed into Rosewood. We that was, the Rosewood was the one where we had to call from the parking lot to get them to, to order uh, the wine. Right, from, to bring we, it to the parking lot. They, we couldn't even walk up to the door to go and get it. And that's fine. We understand yeah, this no, entire pandemic. We, we called. Were, we were able to buy, um, which is why all of you heading to wineries, it doesn't matter if it's BC, if it's Pelee Island, it's Prince Edward County, call first yeah, for reservations. Nice. Because there's very limited, as we've now been weeks into this, um, we've noticed that so many places, there's only so much outside area for them to have tastings. They're so used to tastings inside, tours, oh, cellar nice. tours, um, but everybody doing everything outside is very difficult. So call first any winery you want to visit, um, especially heading up Mountain View Road to all these great wineries. Um, Chardonnay Rosewood, it's good? I like it, yeah, it's actually really good. It's um, a little sweeter than, for example, back ten sellers. It has a little sweetness to it. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a like, like I just squeezed a grapefruit or a lime in the back. Of yeah, but I kind of like back. it. I kind of not as buttery. Not as buttery, but still very smooth. Uh, nice golden color. So that was Rosewood. I like. As it. you passed Rosewood, you passed Angel's Gate. There was a turn left to go to Hidden Bench, which was a beautiful winery. And they did. They mentioned they did pizzas. Right. Not this year. Charcuterie no. boards. They, that was the one we went into, and the the lady knowledgeable. Yeah, very knowledgeable. Nice. Um, but they weren't name. doing. They weren't doing any food at all this summer. She said, although things possibly could change. Um, and they had a really nice. They had a patio area, and they seemed to be like more set back in from like where the vineyards right. were. Like there seemed to be more trees maybe in the area, but. Not a view from the escarpment as some of these wineries had that day on Mountain Road, but it seemed like a beautiful location. They have a lot of award-winning mm -hmm. Pinot Noirs. Um, and they have some other great stuff. And we'll do Pinot Noirs and Cabs yeah. at someday. We've landed on some great Cabs that we've had out tasting Chardonnays. Yeah. Even a Meritage at one yeah. place. <laughs> you know, this is cab. good. I like this. Um, it's lighter. Like, it's not... Um, that The first one, it was... Uh, what was this one over here? Rosewood. Rosewood. That was a, a bigger in your mouth. I don't know. That didn't sound right, but that's I don't know. This is lighter. It's, it's the videos are now nineteen plus. <laughs> YouTube has Sorry. an adult content rating. Um, it was. This is. I don't. You try it. It's right. lighter. It's not as um, like full body. Oh, yeah. Right. Like it's lighter. It's still nice. I like it. So to me, this is weak. Yeah, like flavors, it's 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 flavorful. Watery. It's nice. Yeah, but it seems very like no finish. Right. It's more like a 
more like a pond than a ocean. It's never been referred to as, as an analogy in winers, but anyway. But you get it, right? I, I totally get it, for sure. So top of the road, um, I think there was organized crime that didn't look like it was open, so we didn't yeah. stop in there. The which looked best, like somebody's like house. Which is fine. Everybody <laughs> starts somewhere. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of these places kind of look like it was somebody's house to begin with, and then they built on it. Now it's a winery. Fielding Estates had the most incredible looking building. They were outside putting patio furniture. Yeah, out. they were. They were building like a like a huge area for people. I assume to go and sit and. And on the other yeah. side of the building, that from the front door that we were on, had a view of the escarpment, unlike probably comparable like megalomaniac or Vineland, where you can see off into the distance. Fielding was at the Somehow top. Somehow I like them all. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> Fielding had all the Muskoka chairs they were putting out. Right, right, yeah, because they were building this. Um, I would assume so that people could do tastings like off to the side, like when you walk up in the front doors there, and like the the places inside there was like this big grassy area they were building at the time and she was when she they had a table set up outside their front door with like the plexiglass and everything she had like the full plexiglass uh shield on mm -hmm. and we weren't even allowed to go into the building like she was out there she took our order um from a menu that i think she just showed us like i don't even mm -hmm. think we were allowed to touch it and it then laminated, I think, on the table or something oh uh, yeah. right yeah we couldn't touch it, you couldn't pick it up and then she went inside and got our wine for us and then sent us on and we were like oh can we go and she's like no <laughs> we want i wanted to get to the pattern of the building because the view was incredible of the escarpment but from the escarpment out on lake ontario good I, yeah i like of? it i like it nothing um, that hits the back 10 it's not buttery, caliber. no, it's not, I don't know if maybe it's an unoaked, but it's not nope, a buttery. No, it was oaked and it was, was a it? reserve. Oh. So it's we go nice. along, let's talk pricing here for a bit. Right. Back 10 Cellars was $28, not available from the LCBO, but you can buy it on their website. Right. Uh, we were, and the shirt. And, and the book. The shirt and the book. And the honey. We forgot yeah. the honey. We will, we did go back to Back 10 a few weeks after. Um, bought the honey on the first stop. Right, and you know that rosewood, they also had honey too, didn't they? They give you a little jar they did, of, with a like sticker, a little jar of the honey. bumblebee sticker. Yeah. So we, we know what we might do. I think we will ask Andrew and Christine if we can interview them. Yeah. And we'll can. talk about the honey. Then we can try the honey down there from there. Yeah, because there's a whole story about back 10 sellers as well, about their honey and they have high. Let alone the fact yeah. this couple, the book goes into, they met in Calgary. The we'll do it, we'll do it, yeah, we'll do it. Them. So back to, we were $25 at Rosewood for Chardonnay. If they have reserves, we try and buy the reserves mm -hmm. because we know it's going to be much better. Um, there went that one. If you're not going to drink it. Hidden Bench was at $30. Um, they noted something about 92 points. I don't know who rated it. Fielding is $40, and that was their reserve. So they said, well, we have this yeah. Chardonnay at 20 25 and then we have a reserve right. at 40 So I did see, um, actually at Longo's of all places, uh, I did see a Fielding Chardonnay for, I think it was 19 and change, 1995 or whatever it was. So they do have um, a little bit, sort of the, I don't know, the lower, lower end, lower end. This is the reserve, I think it was $40, $40 or thereabouts. $40. I would expect a better Chardonnay for $40. I would rather well, go considering with $35 Well, considering Mercier Soleil is 35 Right. Um, you know what, though? I, I, I like it. And we have that thoughts on cabs. We've seen $50 and $60 Cabernets. Mm -hmm. In Ontario, that don't even match like a Stag's Leap $60 Cabernet. Right. So that's sort of our, like when we're trying to decide where we're going, what we're doing, what we're buying. Right now it's summer, so we're looking for Chardonnays. But we're kind of going, oh, well, maybe we should try their, you know, $60 cab. And we're saying, okay, well, you can buy it. And we've sampled some. Stag's Leap for $50 or $60 or... Right. 
You're halfway to a bottle of cake bread at that point. There you go. And that's Kelly's benchmark. Well, cake bread or canis? Stir... What was it? You bought it for me. Sterling's... Ridge? Nope. Was it Ontario or California? California. I'll get right back. I'll get back to you. But I can picture the label. Never mind. Camus Cake Bread. Yeah. Stag's Leap. Ridge. Yeah. Nope. Wasn't Opus. Well... Did we go there? No. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to it. On our U.S. tour of Napa. This is why we're calling it Canadian Winos. <laughs> right. So last one, we came back down Mountain View Road. The view is incredible from that entire street. Mm. Um, it's almost like driving down a Guelph Line or Appleby or some place that's around our area right. in Scarman where the views are incredible. So last one, Peninsula Ridge impressed me. Not only because it's a roundabout, kind of like that old National right. Includes European Vacation. We always thought that was Big a ben. house. I always thought that was a house. When we drove past that, I always thought that like somebody lived there in that house. So it's now, like that's the restaurant. And I realized We saw the menu, yeah. the restaurant looked fantastic. Yeah. So we do need some time to go back because we were already full for fish tacos that day. <laughs> so we will go back to Peninsula Ridge to try the restaurant. I don't think there's any restaurants attached to any of the vineyards, wineries going up. Ooh, Mountain that's Green. nice. I had a feeling it would be. Do you know why? Because you poured it for me? Because, ah, because ah. we drank their Pinot Noir a few weeks ago. And I've had a hard time finding a great Pinot Noir from Ontario. They had a reserve Pinot Noir that impressed me. Mm. Like like Taz. This level is really nice. Pinot Noir. It's not as it's not as buttery as like back ten sellers. Right. But it's it's and it's not like that real candy like I don't know, like nerds. I don't know. That's yeah, a terrible right. analogy. But we've had some of the really nice. Yeah, it's a little zesty, a little zesty, right. but Smoother, smoother than some of the other ones we've tried today. Right. Good. So we're still there. I think back 10 is our Beansville. Did you want to try some? Sure, I'll try some. Oh. I had a feeling this was going to be good. It is good. Now, it's, it's out of all of them, it's the lightest in color. No, I'd say this one, this one. From Hidden Bench, you're right. Yeah. Okay, that looks more like water. It does smell really good. It, does, it, it, it is really good. Yeah. That's oh, good. I like it. It is really good. Yeah. It's and got a lot were, of flavor at the end. Yeah, too. a lot of flavor at the end. So this place, um, we could go into Peninsula Ridge. Right. Right? Yeah. They, so we went in. We um, there were a couple of girls that were working there. We had to wear masks. We had to use the hand sanitizer. There was one door in. There was one door that we had to exit through to come around the and other side. And that's where that view was. Right. They actually had a pretty good view from right. the patio that was um, out there. But she, uh, I think almost everybody that we've spoken to is really knowledgeable about the wineries and about like how to recommend the wines and what you're looking at as far as different price points are concerned and, and just knowledgeable about the winemaking process and what happens you know we've talked to people who were there when the grapes were crushed and she tried it out of the out of the barrel, barrel itself yeah. and you know so we've talked to some really great people um we've but these people especially especially considering Ontario really wasn't open. Um, I would say it was pretty. We were like, yeah, we were they pretty they were really they were they were really nice. They were accommodating. Yeah, very accommodating, and right. they they were not like stressed out. Like they seemed to be sort of, it's okay. We understand. Blah blah blah. So, anyways. No great spot. Yeah, so they were yeah. rich. So that was our day in Beamsville, and back to what we're up to, trying to find Canada's greatest Chardonnay. I think it was a great spot. I think this one's gonna make my top ten. So we. We have so Peninsula Ridge, back ten cellars. We we can't say enough great mm -hmm. things about back ten cellars. We, we had nothing but, and they're the type of the owners are there on the property every time we've been there. 
part of the story is they created a company called Crush Wine Tours, mm -hmm. and we definitely recommend. We're all we're enjoying ourselves here in our home. We're drinking some wine, but when you're out there drinking, you can take only a few wineries to stop at before you go. I don't think I can drive anymore. So always consider the self that maybe Uber gets expensive Ubering yourself from vineyard to vineyard all the way home. There are tour companies like theirs. They sold it. December, I think she said. December. Last year. Yeah. But they used the revenue from Crush to buy more property, to buy the, a lot of the... Well, infrastructure, I don't know. How everything, they that, everything they needed to build the winery. They made some money back in Calgary, they said flipping a house. They lived at her grandmother's back here in Ontario when they bought the property. Perhaps. It's not a great story, but Crush Wine Tours with what they chose to create. Can they were able bicycles to bicycles down there, uh, Uber. Like I said, um, I'm more the wino person in this relationship. Um, so I drive down and Scott drives back and Scott is the one that, that drives between all the wineries. I have the map, which I need some forewarning before I, we get like, you know, 25 feet from a, like an intersection. He's going, am I going straight or left? And I'm going, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta get, gonna do well I gotta get, I gotta, yeah, I gotta get my phone out. I gotta get the code in. I gotta pull out the maps. Where are we going? And I got 25 feet to do it. So I usually, you, you have it all figured out. Plan your day too. Yeah, plan and make your sure day. to call and make reservations because again, a lot of these wineries will do tastings. Right. But especially if you're going down on a Saturday or Sunday, um, many of them are liable to be. I've noticed tough. on like Instagram, they've said a lot because we follow a lot of them on Instagram. Uh, tasting sold out for Saturday. Tasting sold out for whatever. So make sure you call down and 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 book your tasting. Speaking of Instagram, follow us on all of our social media. We're Facebook. We are Twitter. We are Instagram. Hack, connect with us on LinkedIn. I'm sure you'll find us. And visit our website. It is now together and built. Well, uh, we haven't decided on t-shirts, whether we are going to do ones that you can order from like a company like Threadless, where you just order direct and it's screened with our logo, or if we're going to sell them direct, we haven't made decisions on that. But we're going to have lots of fun stuff, including you want to do some wine charms. Uh, yeah, wine charms and wine bottle openers. Uh, a friend of mine, when I first met her 15 years, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, and we were all sitting around a table, there was like eight of us, and we were all sitting around, and we all had glasses of wine, and I was like, oh, how are we ever going to keep track of whose glass is whose, because, you know, we're all sitting down. And she says, not a problem, and she goes into her purse, she pulls out a wine charm, she puts it on the thing. I was like, what? How are we not friends already? <laughs> Girl tries with her own wine charm. Um, hit your first winery and pick up, I don't think you can get these anywhere else, but it's the Ontario Travel Saw Guides. Saw one in the LCBO. There Saw one in the LCBO. LCBO. Wine Country of Ontario. Um, every winery I believe that's in the province is in here. In BC, I'm sure you have one as well in other provinces. This literally has every Canadian Winos is going to come to BC one day. We are. Hopefully this summer we can make a flight out. Every winery is in here. The phone numbers, the websites, pictures, um, comments on the greatest wines possible. And this has been sort of our, we have one in the car and it is our sort of Bible when we're out wine hopping, uh, winery hopping This is there. great. You can try all the wines. I got like five bottles now to finish. Yeah, I know. We have, a, we have a birthday party to go to tonight. Anyway, make your way LCBO or hit one of the wineries as soon as you get to Niagara. Um, I've seen this in every winery. Pick this up and that'll give you a good idea of where you need to visit. And you can also check off where you've been. Oh. Is that a great idea? That's a great idea. All right. Or, you know, you could start an Instagram handle and a website and... Just start posting. Start posting from all the places that you've been. So back 10, we love it. Sort of our favorite Chardonnay on the list. Yeah, and I don't know, Ridge. Peninsula Ridge, it's, uh, it's right there. I like it. It's on my short list. Fantastic. Well, there's our second episode in the books. All right. good. Right. Don't forget to 
eat before you drink or drink before you eat. I don't know, one of the two. Drink before you drink. Drink before you drink. Everybody, as always, anything else you want to add? All good. Everybody, thanks for watching. Have a great day. Bye.